From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, yeah, Mr. Rob Roop, thank you very much. I am Mike, my wife, the co-host, back after a uh, week-long sabbatical. Ginny, hello. Hello. How are you feeling? Better. Better? Are you feeling warmer? No. Okay, yeah, we, we were struggling with the thermostat a little bit, not because we're having heat problems, but well, yeah, we kind of are because... It's just, you're not it's, wearing socks. I'm not wearing socks. I'm not even wearing pants right now. Yeah, that's your problem. That's, you're like, I got to turn it up to 73, uh, uh, and then Hazel got sick. No, I turned it up to 72. I didn't turn it up to 73. Who turned it up to 73? You did. No, I go for 72. That must be a glitch, because I don't do 73. I do 72. I like even numbers. I don't go 74 because it's too warm. 72 is just right. Sunny in 72 is the ideal. Unless, of course, it's night, then you go with dim lights in 72. But I'll tell you what the problem is. It's winter. It's mm-hmm. winter in northeast Indiana, and it sucks. Uh, and kind of a weird one because December was warm. Mm-hmm. January, pretty damn cold. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of snow, but we got uh, like what they would call an Alberta clipper last night. And so a couple inches is fell. Is that a fish? Uh, it should be. It, it would probably be warmer than what's going on outside, for sure. Good God. Uh, but uh, we got a couple inches. Uh, not quite the snowstorms that in uh, North Carolina and Tennessee have been getting lately. And that's and that's kind of the weird thing is like the southern states. Yeah, we're missing out. Yeah, we got that nice little bubble. So we can get a little bit of snow. Yeah, the high pressure. The high pressure and they get the jet stream and they get hosed. But uh, we got a little bit of snow today and it was cold. And uh, you came home, you watched the bub, the girls went out and played and I went out and cursed at the snowblower. But... Uh, uh, the snowblower eventually got working because it's like the first time this year I ha- really had a chance to use it. We had like a slushy snow back in December, but it like melted by the end of the day. So I wasn't really worried about it. But it's going to be butt-ass cold for the rest of the week. So this stuff's going to stick around for a mm-hmm. bit. So you kind of have to use it. And who knows if we'll get more snow. Are, are we supposed to get more snow this week? That's what I heard. Okay. Tomorrow. But, but no blizzard. Oh, blizzard. I think you said more snow this week. No, no. But okay. Blizzard? Yeah, most, no, I haven't no, heard about No that. blizzards. But because on the internet... You know, for all those people uh, bitching about uh, misinformation now, there's always been misinformation out there because everybody's got that that crazy uncle or that crazy friend that goes, well, the European model shows next week we're going to be under three feet of snow, and you're just like, hold on, tap the brakes. No, 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 no. You, you know, you're, you're a bit more judicious to understand that there's no way in hell three feet of snow is going to fall on you. Mm. But, uh, you know, we're expecting a little bit more snow. And, uh, you know, the girls went out and played. And by the way, uh, as always, I have to say thank you to one Pat Miller, a uh, former colleague of mine, because years ago we moved into this house. We had some winter weather and he offered up our, his snowblower for three because uh, free. He was getting a new one. And uh, it takes him doing to get it started, especially when it's been idle for like 11 months. But it got the job done and it sh- saved me a whole lot of shoveling. So, Pat, the off chance you are hearing this. Thank you, sir, and hope you're doing well, and hope you're staying warm and healthy uh, throughout the winter months here. Um, uh, kind of another uh, set, well, a couple sad celebrity passings this past week. One comedian, Louis Anderson, passed away. Uh, he was battling blood cancer, and then uh, it was announced. You mean blood cancer? Blood cancer. I'm thinking, like, isn't leukemia blood yeah, cancer? Yeah, it but they is. call it the, the headline, the story I was looking at said blood cancer. I'm kind of, kind of a up. weird kind of a weird terminology yeah that's weird um but also meatloaf the the famous singer passed away 
Um, and they're saying it was COVID-related. Uh, of course, Meatloaf had Bad Out of Hell in the late 70s, which was a huge album. He had to come back uh, musically in the 90s. And he was in a bunch of movies. Crazy in Alabama. Right. Black Dog. Uh, he was Fight also. Club. He was in Fight Club. His name is Robert Polson. He was also he had that one scene in Wayne's World, which uh, was pretty funny. He played the bouncer at the club. Hmm. Uh, he was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. I think a lot of people remember that. I mean, he was just he was just kind of that likable guy that just. Uh, uh, he was also in the was it Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. He played Jack Black's character's dad, who was a strict Christian who didn't like that rock music. You know, the singer of Bed Out of Hell, uh, playing the strict Christian dad <laughs> in the movie. Uh, but that one, I think a lot of people uh, were upset about because, again, he was kind of a likable guy. But uh, I, uh, I, I made this observation of oh, months back when we first started off the podcast when uh, Charlie Watt died, and how you're going to not have like the classic guys fifty years from now like we do now that are passing on. And Meatloaf was kind of a, a rock pop guy. You know, he had his share of cheesy ballads. And I was listening to a Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, which goes on for five minutes. And yeah, there's some corny lines in it, but he is singing his ass off. And it's like he's singing a story. You don't hear that in pop music nowadays. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the, was it Dua Lipa? Dua Lipa? What's her Who's that? Yeah. Um, and then like uh, uh, Demi Lovato, she's 30, so she, now she's considered old in pop music terms. Um, uh, Taylor Swift, she's always, you know, breaking up with somebody and she's auto-tuned as hell. She, I mean, I remember when Taylor Swift was a country star and she didn't sound bad. I'm not a country guy, but you don't have that. You just have like repeated hooks and repeated phrases. 7-Eleven songs. Basically. The same seven words repeated 11 times. Exactly. That was not what uh, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad sounded like. He's like the Reba McIntyre of his genre. Well, he's, uh, I, was, I would say more kind of like the rockish male version of Celine Dion. I don't know if that's considered a compliment or not, but I mean, he, he brought well, it. Well, McIntyre sing what? Like ballads? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's country. Fancy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look it up. Yeah. Not not the fancy uh, Applebee's crap song that's out there, by the way. Don't don't look that up. But there, you can just tell that music is a lot different today than it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. And if you get a chance to listen to a cheesy battle, like two out of three ain't bad, do so because, uh, again, Meatloaf sing his ass off. But, like, you think about how this year has already started off. I mean, like, technically, Betty White is 2021, but, I mean, she no. passed away with hours mm-hmm. remaining in that year. So that specter hung over. And then you got uh, Sidney Poitier dying, and then Bob Saget, then Louis Anderson, and Meatloaf. Who's next? Don't say anybody's name because remember, I said Sydney's Poitier's name a couple podcasts back. Well, you know back. what was really funny before I found out that Meatloaf died? Mm-hmm. It was Thursday, right? Yeah, they announced it Friday, but he passed away Thursday. Yeah. Before anyone knew, I was just standing in the living room. I'm thinking, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Huh. So, like, the it was universe. A really weird name, Meatloaf. I wonder how he's doing. Ha <laughs> ha. Wow. Wow, so the universe was reaching out to you. The collective unconscious. I tell you what, also on Thursday, what? Uh, on my way to work, I've got like this big honking long Spotify playlist, right? Yeah, on my account. Yeah. Um, the Pixies' Where Is My Mind played on my way to work, and that's like the end song to Fight Club where he played Bob with bitch tits. <laughs> so maybe the universe was reaching out to me, or because I was using your Spotify account, that's how they were initially trying to reach out to you. 
the universe was trying to tell you who was going next. I'm telling you, I have ESP. Yeah, and I and I and I see some of that stuff some of the time. Yeah, don't think of anybody famous's name unless it's you know Pete Davidson. Um, okay, so <laughs> so uh, yeah, like we mentioned, uh, Meatloaf has uh, passed on, and uh, they're saying it may have been COVID related, but uh, you. Without getting too too much into medical stuff, you actually had a conversation with our physician the other day, right? And he he seems to think that by next year the COVID stuff will be pretty much done. Yeah. Like even the people that are paranoid and panicky about it should stop being paranoid and panicky about it, right? Mm-hmm. I think right now because I've I've seen some signs of progress here and there, people just like okay, enough of this. Um, it was announced yesterday, uh, just before kickoff for the uh, the divisional rounds for the NFL playoffs, that the NFL is going to stop doing daily screenings of non-vaccinated players with COVID, mm-hmm. which I think is a good idea. Because unless you've got symptoms, I don't think you're sick, right? Mm-hmm. And, okay, yeah, the offensive linemen are a little on the beefy side, but a lot of these guys are young. They have the best access to uh, health care in the world. Yeah. I wouldn't think they would be in as much danger. Earlier this season, and I didn't talk about this earlier in the season because it was a big controversy ongoing, but Aaron Rodgers missed a game because he tested positive for COVID. And he did not get vaccinated, and a lot of people were upset about that, right? And his stance is like, look, you know, why not challenge the science? Why not question everything? Blah, 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 blah. And he was making a big deal about all this prior to the Packers' loss uh, Saturday night. Like, they were leading, what was it? 10-3, 10-3, and they ended up losing uh, 13-10 because of some bad special plays. But it was like cold and snowing. Everybody's making a big deal. It's like, haha, karma got up with Aaron Rodgers. And rumor has it Aaron Rodgers, still unvaccinated, is going to leave Green Bay for free agency. Hmm. Now, here's my stance on this. Who gives a crap? Because the guy's already won a Super Bowl. He's won MVPs. You know, he's going into the Hall of Fame eventually. Love him or hate him. Even if he is unvaccinated, even if he is vaccinated, he has won games. He's got a record. He's got a resume. There's going to be at least half a dozen teams vying to sign him to some big, fat money in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And with this whole COVID thing going away, like the, at least the day-to-day testing, so what? Carson Wentz, unvaccinated. He got COVID. Uh, and anytime he was not on the field, he had to wear a mask. Even though he's around a bunch of sweaty guys, right? Mm-hmm. Um in a heartbeat. Yeah, I know. I'll just say, like, in a heartbeat, I will take Aaron Rodgers over Carson Wentz. Because, again, that's what wins. And uh, for a lot of people, that's just kind of hard to separate, you know, politics from actual performance. And if Aaron Rodgers is against being vaccinated and this thing is dying out, why are we making a big deal about it? Now. Uh, there's some other things I don't really like about Aaron Rodgers because he does have kind of that chip on his shoulder persona and he's kind of standoffish. That the guy wins games. If somehow, if some way the Colts were to bring him to Indy, I would welcome him with open arms. But that's just me because I've seen some pretty crappy quarterback play with my team the last three years. Um, but uh, he he's out. Uh, the Packers were a one seed. Uh, the Titans were a one seed. They got knocked out by uh, the Bengals. And let me just say, Joe Burrow, you are a badass, man. You got your ass kicked nine times by the Titans' defense. They sacked you nine times. 
and you were still able to lead your team to a victory. So my hat's off to you, man. Uh, and then there was that wild game just a few moments ago. Uh, the Bills and the Chiefs are playing, but uh, the Bucks almost came back and shocked the Rams. Rams pulled the win out of their ass. What did you say when they won? Oh, uh, uh, we did it, Princess. We won. That, and that was a reference to years back when we were in Kokomo. Inside story. Yeah, back in Kokomo when we lived in those apartments. We're walking down the street, and this was in August. And there was a guy, a fat shirtless guy that lived in your building who is, uh, I guess, a transplant from St. Louis because there was a, a Chrysler plant there, and he's mm. here in Kokomo for whatever reason. He had Rams paraphernalia that Saint, when they were in St. Louis uh, on his apartment, and he was listening to the game on the radio, and he was talking to his little dog going, hey, we did it, Princess, we did it. And I'm just thinking to myself, it's August, it's preseason. You said, yeah, it's preseason. <laughs> That's a wild uh, season uh, uh, with the the NFL playoffs. Been very interesting to say the least. By the way, um, there's a kid down in Florida. He might change his mind now that the Buccaneers have been eliminated officially, but he's trying to get a petition started uh, to move the Super Bowl to either Saturday night or declare the Monday after the Super Bowl a national holiday because so many people watch. And he goes, "Well, if you know millions of Americans can miss work because of it." Uh, why not just call off school? And I'm just thinking, well, it's probably not the same millions of Americans that miss it every year because not everybody's team plays in the Super Bowl every year, unless, of course, you live in Boston. <laughs> this year, suckers. Um, so my thinking is this, kid, if you're listening and you don't want to go to school next day, don't. <laughs> just don't. Don't show up because he just wants it to be excused. If, yeah, well, here's the thing: is like everybody's doing that social distance learning anyway right now. So, well, mm-hmm. maybe not down in Florida because Florida doesn't have all the crazy COVID restrictions out east. But your yeah, teams in the Super Bowl, they win or lose, and you're either very jubilant. You, well, kids don't get drunk; they shouldn't. Don't. Um, but you, either your team wins and you party, or your team loses and you're morose and you drown your sorrows in soda. Yeah, yeah, you you don't do anything the next day. It's very unproductive. I get it, um, but it's not it's not a holiday in the same way. Say like, okay, MLK Day honors Martin Luther King, right? Or President's Day honors those uh, those titans of the White House like James Buchanan and William Henry Harrison, the greatest presidents we've ever had, right? Uh, next to Franklin Pierce. Franklin Pierce, man. Oh, number fourteen. He's, he, well, he's definitely top three. Hmm. Yeah, everybody. Millard remember. Fillmore. No one knows Millard anything Fillmore. about him. Well, he's part duck. He's a quarter duck. Millard Fillmore, yeah. <laughs> I just got that weird hysteric. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not a holiday. If you're going to take it off, just take it off. Okay? I mean, yes, I, take it off, Mike. Take it off. Yeah. I mean, and I love football, but here's the thing. It's a game. God, I sound like my wife. It's a game. <laughs> It's, you know, if, if if you have to go to work the next day, just don't drink as much. Okay? Don't stay up as late. Don't stay up as late. Um, uh, what you need to do is DVR the game and then mm-hmm. uh, d- ignore everybody and then watch it the next day and fast forward through all the crappy commercials. Which, like uh, Married at First Sight. Yeah, like you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, that's another, that's another pet peeve of mine. Uh, what? I, I only watched the Super Bowl for commercials. The commercials for the Super Bowl haven't been good for 20 years. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> That ter- that commercial, the uh, the uh, wasn't me chips commercial with Ashton and uh, Mia Kunis, one of the worst freaking commercials ever. But it gets so much play 
because it was a Super Bowl ad. And, oh, look, it's trendy. The kids will dig it. We'll chill with it. It's like, you know, that song was big when I was in college. I effing hated it then. I know, yeah. I hate it too. Yeah, but that's that's the, that's the, one of the more overrated aspects of the Super Bowl is the friggin' commercials. So, uh, speaking of commercials, I, I guess this is kind of some exposure for McDonald's. Not very flattering exposure out of Tampa Bay. Uh, R.I.P.D. Bucks playoffs. Um, but there's a petition going around, a more serious one, about trying to get a McDonald's out of the first floor of a hospital. Because it just mm-hmm. shows, you know, you have, you know, they they, ha- they show somebody on a ventilator in this billboard ad saying, "I'm not loving it" or something like that, and so they're trying to petition the hospital because it's bad optics and you need to have, you know, healthier food options for your your patients there and everything. Uh, Shoot, sometimes you just need a burger. Right, like you know, if a woman gives birth to a big boy named Logan, hi bub, uh, you know, the f- I got a coke. You got a Coke. I'm like, I want a Coke. Yeah, it, it's not apple juice. It's not healthy like apple juice, but damn it, you push somebody out of you, you're entitled to have something. Hell, if you wanted to have a beer after that, I wouldn't have said no. Well, no, you're breastfeeding. Never mind. But you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, you go through hell. And I'm going to say this. like, Yes, it, I do. Thanks. Yes. McDonald's being on the first floor of a hospital, it's just optics. It's just, it's, uh, it, it's moral. Man, I'm hungry. Yeah. Maybe we should go to McDonald's after this. Well, they better, you know, make our food right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's another complaint for another podcast. But, okay, so what I'm getting at is who cares if it's on the first floor? Because if there's somebody in the hospital on a ventilator that's 450 friggin' pounds, has a heart condition and everything, chances are they didn't get that way by going to the hospital to eat McDonald's. And a responsible doctor wouldn't care if there is a McDonald's on the first floor. He would say, no, 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 you stay on liquids, you don't eat anything, we have a major surgery coming up tomorrow, you know, that, you know, a, a disciplined doctor would not let a, you know, obese person or somebody with a terrible heart condition eat McDonald's. It's more for the guests who come in. Exactly. Because they can't have the hospital food because that's for the patient. And, and most hospital food sucks. Not every hospital, but there Oh my there are... gosh, do you remember having the Turkey Manhattan? Oh yeah, well the the hospital you went to up north on the uh, north side of town. Yeah. The food there's great. In fact, uh, Mr. Toludo, my former program director, uh, the best program director I ever had, uh, he said like when his wife Therese was giving birth to their two kids, separate occasions of course, that he would pig out on the food there. Oh yes, you yeah, you did too. Yeah, I did as well, yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're, we're, we're sloppy gluttons. No, <laughs> they're going to charge us for it. So, <laughs> um, but uh, but also you bring that up in the the first floor of the of the, uh, the the baby hospital there, right? There is a little enclave for Chick Fil A to operate, you know, at limited hours, like from like ten a to two p weekdays or something. Mm-hmm. You know, fried chicken, not exactly healthy, but you know, if you're visiting somebody at the hospital. And you come down after a long visit, you're like, man, I'm hungry. Oh, look, Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this whole thing about McDonald's, you know, being on the first floor of a hospital makes no friggin' sense to me. Yeah, and it's it's pretty easy for anyone from all walks of life to have, like, they have stuff for kids. They have stuff mm-hmm. for older people, like, you know, filet of fish and yeah. hamburgers for everyone else. You know, it's... Yeah. They have quite a bit. They do. And there are healthy options, and I'm sure that I'm sure that the hot McDonald's is not giving food to the patients up on several floors. No, because there's a separate kitchen for yep. that. 
Uh, but they're saying, well, you need to replace it with something that's you know more healthy, no. nutritious, nope. plant-based. I'm going to tell nope. you something. And, and you're my wife. You're my witness. In fact, anybody listening to this podcast is my witness. I want everybody to back me up on this. If I am on a life support system. God okay. forbid. God forbid. And uh, the nurse comes in and goes, okay, we have your options for uh, for your meal. And they're all plant-based, like Beyond Burger or Beyond Chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want you to pull the effing plug. Okay. <laughs> If I'm in a hospital, I don't think I can promise you that. Okay. Well, okay, but here, but I don't, I don't want to be tortured. <laughs> that is what I'm getting at. I don't want to be tortured by this, man. It's just, it's, it just seems very asinine. And I saw that story, and it's just like it's moral grandstanding, basically. It's just a moral play. People trying to say we care, we care. It's like, well, if you care, but out of other people's business. And they say let them make their own choices. Yeah, but that's too libertarian for people to think about Mm -hmm. like they like how many times have i driven by mcdonald's and not eaten there Mm -hmm. yep yeah if if i I, work across from a mcdonald's i'm like hmm right yes i'm not hungry for that i mean i like mcdonald's it's not a dig at mcdonald's but it's just like if if every time i drove by a mcdonald's and stopped there and eat i would have been dead by the age of 23 okay i just (laughs) so hey how old are you gonna be this week Oh, yeah, my birthday's coming up Friday, and I will be 29, so congratulations. Send him nudes. Send me nudes, not you, Haywood. All right, so uh, that's that's up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page, and now I go from ranting about McDonald's to ranting about M&M's. Okay. You want a McFlurry? They do have McFlurries. Those are good. Mm. Yeah. If, if I get denied a McFlurry on my hospital bed, pull the plug. Um, no, the, of course the machines never work. M&M's this week announced that they were redesigning some of their mascot characters, like, you know, the red, the yellow, the green, the brown M&M's, and they're trying to make it more modern, and I was like, what? And I looked at the story, and they're like, yeah, we're going to make the brown female M&M a little more modern. She's not going to wear heels anymore. She's going to wear, like, loafers. Mm. Okay. All right. Cool. It's like, you know, I'm a dude. And those rare occasions where I have to wear dress shoes with a suit, they hurt my feet. I'm a size 15, by the way. Mm. When I work at my job, I have to wear alloy toe shoes. They hurt like hell. So I even I, after those socks I gave you. After the well, I mean, because you're jumping on and off that pallet jack every, mm. all day, and you're lifting, and just the socks help. Man, I'm getting off track here, but the socks help. But still, I mean, like it, it's a lot of it's a lot of abuse on your feet because you're on your feet all day. You know you're on your feet all day. Uh-huh. It's nice to wear comfortable shoes. Yes, it is. So I'm try- I don't think I've t- untied and retied my shoes in years. Right, right. <laughs> Just I, slip them on. Exactly, and you know I'm trying to I'm trying to be the sensitive male, you know, emphasizing with a fictional female cartoon character. I'm like, well, okay, whatever. Not a big, not a big deal. She's wearing loafers now. Mm. Both the left and the right in political thinking went ape poop about this (laughs) because i kid you not okay i'm gonna start with the left i poop you not i poop you not i poop you not the the left some of the some of the blog posts uh i read about some of these changes uh i forget what website this is from but this was an actual headline Mm. is the orange m&m jewish an investigation (laughs) i 
I don't know. I, w- w- was he at a bris or something? I just, I don't know. And then uh, from The Guardian, which is a well-known left-leaning uh, rag over in London, M&Ms are slut-shaming the green one. This is not what Gen Z wants. Yeah. And then somebody pointed out that uh, Tucker Carlson on Fox News went on some bizarre rant about how they sexualized cartoons and now they're unsexualizing them. And he goes, you know, I really wanted to hook up with the brown M&M or something. Guys, I don't care which way you lean. It's candy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not part of the patriarchy. Uh, It doesn't have an ethnicity. You shouldn't be trying to bone an (laughs) M&M. It's just candy. Not everything has to be politicized. We should watch the food that built America now. Yeah, no, there is there an Eminem one? Yes, there is. Yes. But at no time did anybody ever say, you know, once we put the Eminems out, that'll put down the women's suffrage movement. Mm. That that never came up. Mm-hmm. It was let's sell some damn chocolate and make some money. Yep. Oh my god. It it like these changes to these characters are so subtle, I don't give a crap. But because everybody else Thank lost you, them. Mr. Hershey. Exactly. But because Everybody else lost their mind. I'm losing my mind because they're losing their minds over something stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, it, the internet needs to ban itself. Everybody on the internet needs to be banned. Like I was last week. What? <laughs> Has it, uh, it won't be the... It won't be the last time. But yeah, it won't be the last time. And by the way, everybody knows the sexiest candy out there is the the Reese's peanut butter cups because they're they're, uh, they're two look. cups. Uh, two cups, two pouch. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if that's what Adam you, Richmond said that. If that's what you prefer. <laughs> well, didn't his like um, Reese's wife have like thirteen thousand? Yeah. Kids? Okay. So on the food that built America, the the dude. Free plug. Yeah, yeah. The, we love that series. That series is so cornball with the actors, it's great. But apparently the guy that created <laughs> Reese's Pieces, or Reese's Cups, uh, just couldn't stop putting himself inside his wife, and they had like 39 kids or something bizarre like that. Like, uh-huh. he was, man. Two cups to a pouch. Yeah, he, man. <laughs> so, go watch that. That's on uh, the History Channel. I don't think it, it, it itself is uh, the, the the actual boning is on. Uh, the, the the kid just never mind. I hate you. I'm a bad influence, but again, um, you're an influencer. Uh, yeah, no, I am not an influencer. But just don't lose your mind over an M&Ms. And finally, please tip your baristas. Yeah, tip your baristas. But th- this story, I think this is out of Maryland, and I, I've got rules when it comes to pets, right? If it doesn't have hair, it's not a cat. If it fits into a purse, it's not a dog. Um, fish are decorations and don't own anything that can kill and or eat you. In Maryland, uh, unfortunately, I think a 49-year-old man was found face first, face down in his home dead. Um, I don't. I As think opposed it was by, to face up. Face up, yeah. Uh, by a neighbor. Mm. When uh, the police got in there, they found that this guy had hundreds of deadly poisonous snakes in his uh, home. And the thing is, is like all these snakes, according to law enforcement, were well cared for. Like it wasn't like a hoarder situation. This guy was just like raising these things illegal with the best equipment. He was serious about what he did, but one of them got him, Mm -hmm. right? 
Well, they they haven't announced it yet, but I I have a hard time believing that he just fell over from an innocent heart attack. I'm thinking one of them got him, and I'm hoping. Well, the odds are there. The odds are there. They're pretty damn good. Yep, that will do it. That will do it. And his daughter posted a loving tribute for to him on Facebook. But again, you just don't have poisonous snakes laying around. Mm. I'm more nervous about that crap than somebody owning like a hundred guns because with guns, you can keep them in your house unloaded locked safety's on you can you can have all sorts of uh, precautions in place when it comes to a gun if you don't put the book just right on top of the aquarium you got a bow constrictor or an asp running around taking out cats dogs possibly children okay stop talking. yes yes stop see talking exactly exactly moving on now i just i just want to say if you own poisonous steaks do me a favor and flush them down the toilet now. What? <laughs> I, I'm serious, though, man. I, I That stuff makes me more nervous than guns. It is weird what makes me nervous, isn't it? Anything with eyes. Anything with eyes. Oh, yeah, eye trauma is bad. Mm-hmm. If I got bit in the eye by a snake, I would be just... If you watch me touch my eyeball, you freak out. Because I do it just for fun. Ugh, no. See, Logan likes it. Logan, you're weird. No. Oh. No, like the the scene in Minority Report where they're swapping out his eyes. Mm. No, uh, that scene in Kill Bill where uh, Uma Thurman stepped on uh, Daryl Hannah's eye. No, yeah, no. Have you ever dissected an eyeball? No, I have. Why? Science class. Whose? My school. No, whose eyeball did you dissect? It was pig. Wow. Yeah, I dissected. Yeah, that's. Pretty gross. You shouldn't play with they your food. They said I did a really good job. Okay. All right. Well, sleep with one eye open tonight. All right. Well, that's it for the podcast. Um, and again, like I said, Aaron Rodgers will go wherever the hell he wants. Makes a lot of money. All you COVID naysayers. Um, and as always, you can reach out and contact us. Until next week. Enjoy your week. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at davidsonlives.